Welcome to Hope Is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope Is Here. My name is Greg Horn, and we are talking about developing your friendship with God this week. Yesterday, we talked about being best friends with God and just growing and going, getting to know Him more intimately. And today, I want to talk to you about developing your friendship with God. And a lot of this is uh, things that I've been learning as I've been reading through What on Earth Am I Here For? Uh, the 40-day devotional book by Rick Warden uh, called The Purpose Driven Life originally when it was written uh, over 20 years ago but was updated a few years ago. And um, just so good to go back through that. And uh, just these two devotions back-to-back on day 11, day 12 spoke to me recently and just felt like I was supposed to share them with you. So while you're driving or you're walking or you're exercising or getting ready for work or fixing breakfast in the morning like my good friend Tom Haley does and listens to Hope Is Here, um, just want to help feed your tank and remind you that God wants to have a friendship with you. And I love it. It just kind of cuts to the chase. One of the things I love about this devotional book, it says the very first sentence of day 12 in developing your friendship with God, the first sentence Kind of stings a little bit, but I love it. It says, you are as close to God as you choose to be. You are as close to God as you choose to be. James chapter 4, verse 8, a simple verse, but a powerful verse. Draw close to God, and God will draw close to you. I remember many years ago, Oh, gosh, probably been 20 years now. I was walking through a tough season of life, and uh, my good friend and mentor, Greg Williams, uh, and I were meeting, and I just shared with him. and said, Greg, you know, I just I don't know where God is. I just don't see him. I don't feel him. And uh, Greg just lovingly listened quite a while as I just kind of shared all that was on my heart and mind, and then he just kind of smiled before he responded. He said, well, brother, I got news for you. He said, uh, God hadn't moved. And I was like, ouch. But you know what? He was right. God was still there. He was on the throne. And he encouraged me to do what James chapter 4, verse 8 said. I'm so thankful for such a wonderful friend like Greg Williams. And what encourage if you want to get your tank filled, uh, 11 o'clock, he has his program, The Authority of Love, on 11 a.m., Monday through Friday on WJMM. And we encourage you to listen to that. And then 11.15 a.m., Bill Reeser comes on right after that with encounter and it's powerful uh before me at eight o'clock uh david jeremiah uh, uh, is on there uh jeremiah johnson i'm sorry it's a david jeremiah bless david jeremiah for over 30 years but uh, jeremiah johnson wow good morning news is on uh 8 to 8, 15. So I really just want to encourage you to get your tank filled and listen to those guys' programs because they'll help you grow close to God. That's why I share that. And I'm thankful that Greg shared James chapter 4, verse 8 with me. Greg Williams did. Draw close to God, and God will draw close to you. And yet I know that I know the enemy, when we're fatigued mentally, emotionally, physically, he wants to just say, you know what? I don't even know why you spend time with God. He ain't answered your prayers lately, and your circumstances haven't changed. And I want to remind you what Galatians chapter 6, verse 9 says, Do not grow weary in doing good, for at the proper time you will reap a harvest if you do not give up. So, friends, I want to remind you of that today. And know that God is still working. 
But don't give up. Do not give up. Uh, I love Proverbs chapter 3, verse 32. It says, he offers his friendship to the godly. Well, I have to ask you, I want to do this very lovingly, but is there an area of your life right now that maybe it's not God-honoring? Um, you know, I am a grace-filled guy and a hope-filled guy, but I also uh, know that we have to do what the Bible says sometimes, speak the truth in love. So I want to say that lovingly today. Is there an area of your life that it's not God-honoring? If it is, I want to encourage you. Um, as I hate to say it, maybe you just need to quit listening to this program and um, catch the rest of it on the podcast or pause it if you're listening to a podcast and just you and God have a conversation. And then maybe even schedule to talk with a, a close friend, a pastor, um, a Christian counselor, somebody, and just let them know what's going on and ask them to help you and pray for you. And you'll be amazing uh, how much healing will start and how your relationship with God can be renewed and refreshed and go to a whole nother level. I've seen it happen in my life before and many, many others that I've been fortunate to do life with over the years. So developing our friendship with God, first and foremost, we just got to choose to be honest with God. Got to be honest. I mean, God doesn't expect you to be perfect. I think sometimes that's what scares people away and uh, they won't go to church on Sunday mornings. They're like, you know what? The walls would cave in if I went to church. Um, you know, friends, that's how we have church. It's not a uh, hospital for saints. It is an ER for those who are wounded. It truly is. And I want to encourage you, if you don't feel that way at your church, I would encourage you to try another one. Um, know that I know that uh, that's what we talk about at Gardenside Christian is that, you know, just come as you are with your broken life, just your doubts, your discouragement. Uh, we believe that grace happens. Uh, it's never too late to get a fresh start. The Bible says once we ask God for forgiveness in Psalms, as far as the east is from the west, God doesn't remember anymore. And then last but not least, we have a sign that this says, you matter to God. God cares, friends, and he loves you not where you could be, not where you should be, but exactly where you are right now. And so God doesn't expect you to be perfect, but he does insist on complete honesty. And, you know, let's, if you know the Bible very well, if you don't, I'm glad you're listening. But, I mean, fact of the matter is none of God's friends in the Bible were perfect. I mean, if perfection was a requirement with God, we would never be able to be his friends. Fortunately, because of God's grace, Jesus is still the friend of sinners. We'll say that again. Jesus is still the friend of sinners. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 28, if you want to look that up. But you know, in the Bible, friends of God were honest about their feelings, often complaining, second-guessing, accusing, and arguing with their Creator. God, however, didn't seem to be bothered by this frankness, and in fact, God encouraged it. God allowed Abraham to question and challenge him over the destruction of the city of Sodom. Abraham pestered God over what it would take to spare the city regarding God down, I'm sorry, negotiating God down from 50 righteous people to only 10. God also listened very patiently to David's many accusations of unfairness, betrayal, and abandonment. God didn't slay down Jeremiah when he claimed that God had tricked him. Job was allowed to vent his bitterness during his 
ordeal he went through, and in the end, God defended Job for being honest, and he rebuked Job's friends for being inauthentic. God told Job's friends, you haven't been honest either with me or about me, not the way my friend Job has. My friend Job will now pray for you, and I will accept his prayer. Wow, such a great book. Uh, I read through that book last year when I was doing the Bible recap with Terry Lee Cobble, and uh, it was powerful, really, really powerful. And uh, it might be time maybe for you to kind of refresh your study of that and read the book of Job. Uh, in one startling example of frank friendship, uh, God honestly expressed his total disgust with Israel's disobedience, and he told Moses he would keep his promise to give the Israelites the promised land, but he wasn't going to go one step further with them in the desert. God was fed up, and he let Moses know exactly how he felt. Moses, speaking as a friend of God, responded with equal candor. Look, you tell me to lead these people, but you don't let me know when you're going to send, whom you're going to send with me. If I'm so special to you, let me in on your plans. Don't forget, this is your people, God, your responsibility. If your presence doesn't take the presence doesn't take the lead here, call this trip off right now. How else will I know that you're with me in this, with me and your people? Are you traveling with us or not? God then replied to Moses, All right, just as you say, this also I will do, for I know you well and you are special to me. Man, that's so, so good. I love the honesty of that relationship there between Moses and God. But here's what I know, friends. Sometimes, uh, you know, to be God's friend, you have to be honest with God, sharing your true feelings and not what you think you ought to feel or say. Uh, you know, it's unlikely, uh, or actually it's very likely, I apologize, it's very likely that you need to confess some hidden anger and resentment at God for certain areas of your life when you have felt cheated or disappointed. We'll say that one more time. It is likely that you need to confess some hidden anger and resentment at God for certain areas of your life where you have felt cheated or disappointed. And I have to be totally, completely just raw, honest here with you. When I read that recently, when I was doing this devotional book, I just had to pause for a while and kind of do an inventory of my heart and my mind. And, you know, there was a little bit of stuff there that I thought, you know, if I'm true, if I'm honest with you, God, and I know that you want me to be, that I'm a little angry how this situation's played out. And as I did, there were some tears that developed in my eyes, and yet I just really felt a great closeness to God because I felt like I was like, yeah, I know, Greg, but I'm thankful that you were honest with me talking about it. Because here's what, here's what I believe, and Rick Warren says this in this devotional book, What on Earth Am I Here For? Until we mature enough to understand that God uses everything for good in our lives, we harbor resentment towards God over uh, our appearance, our background, unanswered prayers, uh, past hurts, and other things we would change if we were God. People often blame God for hurts caused by others, and this creates what William Backus calls your hidden rift with God. And, you know, I've found that, you know, and I believe it's so true, bitterness is the greatest barrier to friendship with God. 
And friends, the enemy will make sure that you stay bitter with God. And so that's why you got to have some honest dialogue with him. And to instruct us in candid honesty, God gave us the book of Psalms. Oh, man, one of my favorite books in the Bible. I mean, let's be honest, Psalms is a worship manual full of ranting, raving, doubts, fears, resentments, and deep passions combined with thanksgiving, praise, and statements of faith. Every possible emotion is cataloged in the book of Psalms. When you read the emotional confessions of David and others that wrote the Psalms, you realize this is how God wants you to worship him, holding back nothing on what you feel. You can pray like David. I pour out my complaints before him and tell him all my troubles, for I am overwhelmed. That's in Psalm 142, verses 2 and 3. So I want to encourage you, I mean, because it, it encourages me to know that all of God's closest friends, Moses, David, Abraham, Job, and many others, had bouts with doubt. But instead of masking their misgivings with just pious cliches, they candidly voiced them openly and publicly with God. And expressing doubt is sometimes the first step towards the next level of intimacy in your relationship with God and develops that friendship so much more. And so the final thing I want to say to you is that you got to choose to obey God in faith. And I want to remind you that we obey God not out of duty or fear or compulsion, but because we love God and we trust that God knows what is best for us. We want to follow Jesus out of gratitude for all he has done. And the closer we follow Jesus, the deeper our relationship becomes. So, friends, I want to encourage you today to just have a good conversation with God and just tell him I want to have a deep deeper relationship and friendship with you, Lord, and put you first in my life. My name is Greg Horn, and this is Hope Is Here. Thank you for listening to Hope Is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. CMI is your full-service human resources provider in Central Kentucky. For 15 years, CMI Human Resources has taken great pride in helping organizations and people work. Whether it's employee handbooks or help in filling a position, no job is too large or too small for CMI. Contact the professionals today at CMI Human Resources, 859-296-2800 or online at cmiconsulting.com.